Welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay. Do you find yourself looking for business and marketing advice to help you achieve your goals? Do you find yourself stuck and overwhelmed wondering what methods you can use to scale your business? What strategies should you use to grow your social media influence? And how can you leverage collaborations with some of the industry's most successful and influential entrepreneurs to build brand awareness? With over 13 years as a multipreneur, brand and social media strategist and coach, I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith and talking all things productivity, social media, business strategies, marketing, and growth, I help you pursue your God-given purpose and redefine success by creating a wildly successful, sustainable, and profitable digital-based business. But that's not all. Enjoy my collaborative conversations and interviews with industry-leading entrepreneurs to hear the best kept secrets and learn the skills and tactics they use so you can tackle your biggest goals along the way. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. Working from home can be a blessing and a curse. On one hand, you have the freedom to work when and where you want. On the other hand, it can be hard to stay focused when you're constantly surrounded by distractions. It's easy to get overwhelmed when you're trying to balance work with childcare and household responsibilities. And let's not even get started on the guilt you feel when you're trying to be a good mom and a good business owner. If you're a mompreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But here's the thing. You're not alone. In fact, there's millions of women just like you who are struggling with the demands of motherhood and entrepreneurship. So how do we make it work and how will you find the time and energy to pursue your dreams with also taking care of your family? Well, in this episode, I speak with Megan Morin about how to balance being a mom and a business owner. Megan is an authority building guide for mompreneurs, helping them spotlight their gifts. And this episode is one you definitely don't want to miss out on. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Megan, I am so happy that you are here. We've just finished. I think we connected because we were in the pregnant CEO uh, summit, which was amazing. Both of us were contributing speakers, keynote speakers to that summit. So I connected with you there and then I saw everything that you do. And as a mompreneur myself, I was like, I have to have this woman on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, wherever the hell this is going. I needed you to be there because it just felt like we would have a really good conversation. Conversation. And then when we did have our first initial conversation, I just felt that energy and I just love who you are and the person you are and the coach that you are and the purpose that you are working towards. It's amazing. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. And all right back at you. It was like that best friends moment when we met and I, I know, right? <laughs> so excited about it. And yeah, you are amazing too. And I can't wait to have you on all my platforms. We're about to have a lot of fun here. So everybody tune in (laughs) so much, so much. So I want to know a little bit more about you because you have the mompreneur guide. So I want to know what inspired you to create that. Tell me a little bit more about your journey. Tell all of our listeners how you got started on this true, like fulfilling your purpose of helping mompreneurs out there. 
Yeah, for sure. So I am actually a third generation mompreneur. And I think that's going to be something more common for our kids to say, but um, it's a little bit different for, for our generation to say, because I know exactly how our kids feel and am able to say that because of this lifestyle, I started my first business when I was 18. And I started it back then because growing up in this family of not only mompreneurs, but entrepreneurs, I was just encouraged to do what you love and the money will come. And so at the time, everybody told me I was good in fashion. So I started a blog before blogs were like what they are today. (laughs) And I started doing that. And I quickly realized I wanted to be able to see the impact I had because at that time you had no idea what was going on with your blog. And so I switched into styling services. I eventually added on a mobile boutique. I ran that business for over 10 years. And I thought in my head, if I'm really productive right now, then this will become a well-oiled machine. And then I'll be super present when my kids come. Cause at the end of the day, that's what I wanted. I saw my mom being present and productive as a mompreneur. She able, she was able to follow her dreams and passions, but then she was able to pick me up from school and answer questions for my homework and be there for all of my games and things like that. And so that's what I wanted. And, and I thought this was going to be the vehicle to do it. Well, fast forward to having children and my son was around. I was still doing the styling business. My daughter was on her way and I just felt called to do something more and something different. And that's when I realized that the vehicle that I had to get me through mompreneurship was not what I felt like I was meant to do. And so I went on this journey and realized between my background of mompreneurship um, paired with the places that I've worked, my degree is actually in entrepreneurship. It just kind of all snowballed into, oh, hello, I should be helping fellow mompreneurs with the one thing that I cared about the most. And so that was when uh, I stumbled into the mompreneur guide in 2021 after everything with COVID and all of us just opening our eyes to what matters most to us. And um, now I'm here to help mompreneurs get their movements and their missions out, share them with the world and really become authorities in their space in a natural and really easy and fun way. I I just love that. And I love, I feel like the more women I'm speaking to, they really, they might've been doing what they've been doing for a really long time, but it's almost like this pandemic forced us to focus on what it really is that we want to do moving forward. Cause everyone I'm talking to, it's like 2020, 2021 is when I really pivoted and got seriously focused on who it is that I'm serving, what it is that I'm doing and just owning my true craft as an entrepreneur. So I love everything that you're doing and everything that you kind of went through and got to hear. What's really funny is I actually also used to own my own boutique and I did like and apparel and printing and graphic design. Oh my gosh. So we could go on a whole conversation there. And I think that's really funny, but I realized like my husband last night, he even said to me, He's like, well, it's taking you like 15 years to figure out what it is that you're doing. I was like, no, I've been a successful entrepreneur for 15 years. Eight of those, I say that I was successfully unsuccessful because I wasn't reaching what I'm reaching today. It's because I was still trying to find what what I was going to grab onto as an entrepreneur, right? It was like the fashion and the printing and the boutique. And it's like, what are all these things that I'm doing? Because ideally I just wasn't passionate about them. So I love these journeys that I'm hearing of women like yourself that really have stepped into your craft, but kind of been through this, this off-road ramp for a little bit. And now you're back on track. So that's awesome. So with your own experiences, have they influenced, you know, what you do today as a coach and an authority building guide for the female entrepreneurs that you're mentoring. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. It all, it all plays in. And I think that's the really cool and important part of all of our journeys is what I pull from my styling days still influences who I am at the core today as a coach. And really, I like to focus a lot about minimalism. I like to keep things as simple as possible. And so I really bring that into the authority building space. Um, not only because I had this background of, I was going on TV as a stylist and I always just love to talk and share. And so then I had to go through this process of what is it that I actually love out of all of these pieces of the puzzle? I call them like breadcrumbs or that common thread between everything I was doing. It was really talking and sharing and supporting mompreneurs in any way that I could. And so that's a lot of what I take today is how can we first uncover what are guiding compasses? What is that common thread for ourselves? Because that's really the vision of our bigger movement. I think we all have these little tactical things that we do and our offers can change and what we do can change. But at the core, our message always stays the same, I feel, or it might evolve and grow, but really we're on that same mission throughout it. And so that is what I've been bringing into. I, I akin it to your signature style. Like I said, from my previous days, we each have our own little unique fingerprint. And so how can we pull that out, really highlight it and lean into it, be a whole vibe, which is just completely, totally ourselves um, and share that with the world so that it creates a whole world and community around us in a really natural. And then back to the minimalism, really simple way. Okay. First of all, I love the word minimalism. Like it, it just sounds calming and yes. it's something I need to embrace in my chaotic mom life. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot of us mompreneurs that are like, what is, what is minimalism? Like, what is that? <laughs> Megan, please, yeah. Please let me know what this is, but I want to really focus on now, you know, how do you work with a woman that's like, okay, I, because this, I'm currently in this stage again. And I say again, cause I have a 14 year old and now I have a two and a half year old. Like what the heck is going on here? Let's do this all over again. Right. And I go and I'm in this cycle of, I have an established business, you know, I have a great agency, but now it's like, how do I continue to pursue and scale that without stepping away from my mom responsibilities, you know, without feeling like I'm pushing my family to the side without feeling overwhelmed in both areas. So how does a woman do this? Or how do you work with women through this like balance or say even a woman that has never wanted to pursue entrepreneurship and fear of mm -hmm. she leave her family behind? Yeah. So that's where I think that minimalism play comes into play. Um, so when it comes to a minimalist business, what it really means is that it is a business that only focuses on things that bring you joy or have a purpose and you declutter everything else that doesn't serve that purpose or that joy. And so when it comes to building your authority and just looking at your business in general, it's really about prioritizing those things that actually matter and letting go of the shoulds and all of the things that don't. And going back to what I was saying before about like your guiding compass, I think what really happens is we first have to uncover if 2020 taught us anything, we have to uncover who we are ourselves and that common thread and, and just start to figure out like, what do I actually like? What am I actually lit up about? What drains me? And how can we let go of those other things and really get honed in on a few key activities that are actually going to move the needle and get stuff done in our business. 
And so specifically with authority building and, and stuff in our business in general, I, I like to look at a couple different structures we can put into place, no matter what you're doing. Um, the first being like, how can we simply stack our authority? How can we just do a few activities that make a difference? Um, and then I also like to work on like a 90 day schedule because I believe this is all very cyclical and it's like, we get clarity on what in the world we're doing here. We take aligned action and then we get to a point where we're like, hmm, we need to check in and recalibrate and kind of start that process over again. Um, so those two structures really help no matter what industry you're in, where you're at in your journey of mompreneurship, uh, but it can allow you to clear the clutter of all the stuff that doesn't actually matter in your business. I love that. I absolutely love that. And that kind of leads into my next question because there's this like work-life balance, you know, and I know that you work with your clients on implementing these strategies and kind of breaking down where their areas of focus need to be, but say, okay, I'm a mom, I'm listening. I'm not ready to take that leap to work with you yet, Megan, because I still want to kind of check you out and follow you for a minute. But what what are some things that women can do right now at home? Like one of my favorite things to do that I, for, I don't even know why it took me so long to find this in my life, but it was simply implementing the strategy of block scheduling in -hmm. my life. You know, just something as simple as that. Um, which completely changed because I never knew I was always making all these to-do lists, like, like mm-hmm. got to do the, I got to do the laundry. I got to do the grocery trip. I've got to take the dog to the groomer, but then there's this business side. I got to, you know, get on the phone with this client. I've got to send an email to this client. I got to, you know, do an invoice or whatever. And I had all these things, all these to-do lists, but I never really understood that taking the tasks and putting them on your calendar in a blocked out time away for me personally, that was a strategy that I started implementing it and that completely simplified my life. And I saw more productivity at the end of the day and I felt more accomplished and I felt like a better businesswoman and all around mom, a wife, because things were actually getting done. I wasn't just putting them on a list and putting them to the side. So what kind of strategies can a woman that might is listening now get started implementing and something that you could give them? Um, yeah. before actually starting to work with you. For sure. I would say there are two things to think about. Um, the first one is thinking about how you work. I have uncovered in this long journey of mompreneurship that I need the separation. I have my mom time and I have my work time. And then we also have me time thrown in there too. And for me, I, I just cannot work while I mom and I can't mom and work at the same time. And so that would be the first thing in terms of like schedule and the, you know, the juggle being real, how to juggle it is when can you be a hundred percent for each of those things separately and whatever that might look like for you. Like maybe that's when they're napping, you can do work. Maybe they're in school. Maybe you're going to work in the evenings. Maybe you can have childcare. There's so many different ways. And I've tried every schedule under the sun. And there are so many ways that you can make it happen in different seasons that you need different things. But for the first thing I would say is how can you be more present, um, in each task that you're doing, whatever that looks like for you. I love that you touch on that because I think coming into that really does take practice and creating that habit because it's like, okay, after we've, I've been up all day taking care of my kids, I've weaved in little bits and pieces of work, but I still didn't get what I needed to get done. Right. So then it's like the kids are down and you've got the choice to either Netflix and chill it up because you just need that moment for yourself or do I really want to take an hour and crush out and be focused on getting some of the work that I need to get done done? And I think there's a really hard 
balance there be, be between like having that personal time, which we obviously need for ourselves, but also knowing that in order to scale any business, we have to take those moments and pockets of time and apply them to our business. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. I think, um, the biggest thing there is the grace and knowing that, you know, the answer, there are times where you need to Netflix and chill. I am a Stevie TV and I need that. And there are some times where that is more productive for me than it is to try to sit in my office and grind away. This week would be an example. Like I, we, we had a long busy weekend and it was fabulous, but for whatever reason, I am so exhausted. And so this morning I decided that it was more important for me after I dropped off the kids to go on a nice long walk than it was for me to sit down at my desk, even though I only have two days a week where I can sit down at my desk like this without having the kids around. And in that moment, I knew what I needed more. And I gave myself the grace to be like, that's okay. And in doing that, it allowed me to unlock a whole new offer. That's going to be super amazing. And like those things wouldn't have happened if I tried to force myself into something that wouldn't be right. So I say that that presence piece is so important, um, first and foremost, and then to give you something a little bit more tactical, something a little bit more productive, instead of just having stuff on your to-do list, that would be that simple, simple stacking system I was telling you about. Once you have your offer figured out and you know, your movement and your message and everything that you're doing, then it's really honing in on like, what is one signature platform that you can consistently show up on? And I'm sure you, when you can speak to this all the, all the time too, with your background, but yeah. like for me, that's my podcast. Every single Monday, my podcast is coming out and that is something that I prioritize and put my focus on. It's also something that I own and it's also longer form because then I also look at, okay, what are the three other things that I could be doing? Just three that repurpose or stack on that signature piece to keep sending people back. And that's really how you create authority is that consistency paired with, you know, your vibe and being a leader and and building. There's a lot of other pieces that come into being authority, but when you could keep it super simple of, I'm just going to do this one thing really well, consistently, whatever that looks like for you, whether that's a week, whether that's every other week, like it doesn't matter. And then how can I pair into that more? And, um, you know, for me, that's Instagram and the blog and collaborations, those things all pair pair back to that same one piece, but I'm not doing five different separate building activities. I'm doing one and it makes it easier for when you go into your office so that you're less scattered and more focused and more productive. Absolutely. And I love that. I love that. I love that you mentioned giving yourself grace because I will be fully honest right here. I will have a day where it's like, I might have back to back zoom calls and I wake up that morning and I'm just, I'm not feeling it. Right. Like I'm just not in the mode. Like my brain is clouded. I don't know if it wasn't because I, I just didn't get enough sleep or I'm just like not feeling it for the day. And I have canceled all those zoom calls. Like I just fully cannot give you my best self today. There's no way I'm going to one, go into a podcast recording when I'm just not feeling it, you know? And I explain it. I'm transparent. Like it's just not happening. (laughs) I'm not coming through today. So, I mean, and if some people don't understand and they don't understand and that just, that wasn't intended to work out the way that it was supposed to, but absolutely giving yourself grace and you know, everything that you just mentioned, as far as tapping into one thing and one thing and good and giving it your consistency is so important. I mean, I sit here and I am thinking, as you were talking about that, I'm thinking about TikTok and mm-hmm. all these people are like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And I, I'm, I'm embracing it more, but it's just not 
I'm not putting all my energy there and I don't care. And everything looks different for everybody. But I think that that's where we get overwhelmed specifically as mothers and female entrepreneurs. Cause we're seeing, we're just, we're competitive by nature. We compare ourselves too much and we're seeing, or we hear something work really well for one person. We automatically assume that that's going to work for us. So we try to put our energy there and ultimately we're spreading ourselves too thin. So I love that you touch on that because Mm -hmm. focusing on one area and doing that really, really well. Um, I mean, you can't be married to five men and expect all marriages to all five men work perfectly, right? right. It's just it's not right. It doesn't work that way. That's why one in one is good and it needs to stay that way, right? Yeah. So, and I, I really think that goes back to that alignment and then the the shoulds. I think we um get so caught up in the shoulds and not as much us and being in alignment with those common threads and that guiding compass, like knowing who we are and being okay with that. And that's okay. And sometimes it takes time to like work through what that looks like for you. But I love that you did that, that you canceled meetings because you're not going to be hundred percent present yourself. And that's not good for anybody. And if people can't understand that, that's totally cool. Like that is, that's their thing, but it just wasn't a match. And when you can show up as a full bot vibe and yourself and a match, that's when the real stuff really happens. I love this. I love it. Well, I know something I'm going to be mentioning in the show notes is the fact that you're offering these movement calls. And I want to know what this is. Tell me all about it because I know there's so many ladies that are listening that would definitely jump on this. Yes. Yes. So my free movement mapping calls, I actually had one today. So I'll use this as an example. It is a space where you can come and we can really just start to hone in on, okay, maybe you have a core message. Maybe you've been showing up, but kind of starting and stopping with your momentum of sharing the amazing work that you do. And this bigger picture, because like I said, I I think it's kind of like an umbrella. We have this main message, that core thing that stays true, no matter whether we're doing fashion or we're doing business coaching or whatever we're doing, you've got this main message, this main movement. And then we've got this umbrella of things that we do under it. And again, the shoulds and everything. I I think we get to a point where we're unsure of if this will fit or if this will be right. And so together in a movement mapping session, we could sit down and be like, okay, this is the whole huge, big empire picture of a movement you're making. Now let's talk through what are those simple stacking strategies that you could be doing to spread that movement, no matter what the offer is, but also being strategic of how do we share our offer so that it is a very needle moving activity. Um, and just really mapping out like, where should you be putting your focus? Where should you be putting your time? And how can you become like a Joanna Gaines or a Shonda Rhyme of your space and create a whole world around you? That's more than just one little thing. Like I want that, like I want right. kind of gains of my life. Right. Like I, I love that. Um, it would be so perfectly perfect. It seems like <laughs> yes. but not in all reality, but no, I get, I get it. And I love it. And honestly, I feel like I should probably have a movement mapping call because let's do it girlfriend. It doesn't matter how seasoned you are. It's always, isn't it, isn't it so refreshing to get the opinion from an outside viewer into what it is that you're doing because they can see things that you're maybe missing. Exactly. I used to have a coach who said, you can't read the label from inside the bottle. And I think it's so, so true. It, we, we are our hardest own clients and it's a lot easier to coach other people. And so that's why we need support. That's why, you know, surrounding yourself with women who are there or in a different stage or just have a different expertise, I think is so crucial. It really does take a village. Um, and so when I believe when we link our arms together, we just soar. I love that. Well, Megan, I so appreciate you and your time today. Oh my gosh, this is such a good conversation. And I think it's so relevant to so many women right now that are either thinking about pursuing something 
for themselves for the first time in their life, or we've all gone through this pandemic and it's like they, they bit off something and now they're just like, Oh my goodness, is this really what I should be doing? Um, should I be doing more? Should I be doing less? I'm completely overwhelmed. I need to understand how to kind of slow down, minimalize myself and my life, but also (laughs) build authority in the space that I'm wanting to step into. So thank you so much for your time. This was such a good conversation. I hope everybody listening gained so much value today. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. It was so fun to get to chat. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode of Uno Moss podcast. What can you do to help support me moving forward? Well, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, leave a review and a rating because it's your reviews that matter most. And it's your reviews that help us get this show found by new listeners and share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers on all your social media accounts. Tag me social savvy influencer and at Uno Moss podcast for a listener spotlight on our social media accounts. And lastly, if you're ready to take your brand and business to the next level, learn how to create simplified strategies, grow your social media influence, create an impact and build a sustainable and profitable online business, then join me inside the business savvy university. This is an exclusive paid membership network and learning platform for service-based female entrepreneurs and coaches ready to build, launch, and scale their success. Access over 72 hours of training content, tools, resources, and guest trainings from top industry leaders and influencers. So what are you waiting for? Come and join me inside by visiting businesssavvyuniversity.com. Until next time. Thank you.